and welcome to Season 5, Episode 2 of Keeping It Arcadia. We're so excited you joined us for today's episode, and we'll start off with a look at Arcadia's favorite drink, boba. After school on any given day of the school week, Arcadia High School students can be spotted chatting, doing homework, and drinking boba. Known as bubble tea or boba milk tea, these tapioca treats are some of the most popular Asian drinks, which have spread throughout the country and the world. Though the exact origin of boba is uncertain, boba began gaining popularity around the 1980s. During the time in Taiwan, there were three very common cultural treats, milk tea, shaved ice, and tapioca balls. The combination of all three, tapioca or boba balls, on the bottom, followed by shaved ice and milk tea, became the popular beverage that we enjoy today. As boba became more widespread in Taiwan, people began making fruit boba and substituted fruit powders and syrups for the original fruit to reduce costs and prevent fruit from going bad. Other topping choices also emerged, such as grass jelly, egg pudding, and red bean. Today, boba is a cultural phenomenon that has spread well beyond Taiwan. The treat began gaining popularity in the U.S. following a wave of Taiwanese immigrants during the 1990s, as well as an increase in cafe culture as a result of chain stores such as Starbucks. In Taiwan, boba has become a prominent treat in night markets, while in the U.S., many small local boba shops have opened up. In the San Gabriel Valley especially, dozens of boba shops from tea brick to share tea have emerged on virtually every block, highlighting just how loved this treat is and its prominence in our community. Additionally, especially in non-Asian communities, the popularity of boba and shaved ice has been a gateway for people to experience new cultures. As boba shops continue to pop up in unexpected locations such as Stockholm, Sweden, and Sao Paulo, Brazil, it enables people to taste new flavors and participate in new cultures far from home. For some others with Asian roots, it allows them to continue connecting with their traditions and cultures in a new way. When I was a kid, I used to spend my weekends making traditional Chinese food with my relatives. With my grandpa, we often made baozi or dumplings. Um, and with my mom, we often made uh, tangyuan, sometimes filled with sweet peanut butter or even black sesame. And um, I couldn't speak Chinese super well as a kid, so I had a hard time speaking to my relatives. But through um, exploring Asian food and Asian cuisine, um, I found that I could connect better with my family as well as my heritage. So next time you roll your eyes at the soaring boba prices on the menu, remember that boba isn't merely a sugary drink to get you through your study session, but a priceless piece of Asian culture. Next off, we talked to Becky, the chairwoman of the student-run community service and advocacy group, ACYC, about what they have been doing recently. Hello everyone, I'm DCI intern Rihanna Marquez, here to interview the chair of Arcadia Civic Youth Council, Becky Chen, about projects that the organization has been working on. Can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I'm Becky Chen. I'm a current senior at Arcadia High School, and as Rihanna said, I am the chairwoman of Arcadia Civic Youth Council. Okay, so can you give a brief summary of what Arcadia Civic Youth Council is? Yeah, so to put it really briefly, we're a student-led organization and we, we aim to represent the youth, whether it's by campaigning for issues that impact us or volunteering in the community. Okay, and what is your role as the chairwoman? 
As a chairwoman, I kind of have to delegate and coordinate everything. So I manage all the logistics when it comes to meeting attendance, uh, uh, membership recruitment. I also help overlook all campaigns and kind of like de uh, delegate certain people to work on them. I myself will get involved in some campaigns too. And yeah, it's kind of an all encompassing role and it's really fun. It's time consuming, but it's very fulfilling. Okay, so you talked a little bit about campaigns and projects. So what are some projects that you have worked on in the past that you feel like has made an impact on the community? Yeah, so I'll speak about a couple of them. The first one that comes to mind that made the most tangible, tangible impact on campus would be our meeting with Ms. Dillman in my sophomore year. Well, we, dis we discussed and expressed how there was a lack of pad and tampon machines on campus. And from that meeting, we were able to get a machine installed that's still there in the restroom, like um, next to the rally courts, like in that area. So that was really cool. Something else we've also done is we've held a, a homeless t-shirt drive. Uh, the city manager, Dominic Lazarado, expressed to us that they were uh, lacking bigger t-shirts for the homeless resource hub that existed at that time. So we had an entire drive at the Arcadia Public Library and it was a huge success. We had like over 20 bags of clothes and I think we counted it was like 300 or something. So that was a huge success too. Um, we also held an event on campus before called the Self-Care Slash Spa Day. Um, it was basically uh, a campaign because we know that a lot of Arcadia High School students are academically uh, pressured and they might be stressed out. So we had this day where people come relax, make face masks, do yoga, listen to music, and just chill out. I love that, and it's amazing to see how much work all of you do. So upon the new semester, what are some of the new goals that the council has? So we are working on a couple of projects right now, and I guess like to phrase it as just some general goals, we want to uh, get our name out there more in the community. It wasn't until my sophomore year that people started actually recognizing who our KCVU council was. So to do that, we are you know wearing our polos to schools, wearing our quarter zips that were embroidered with ACYC logo. Um, and generally just like, yeah, making a bigger name in the community, putting ourselves out there more, so increasing our publicity, going out to more volunteering events, and trying to maximize our uh, role in the community. Okay, and to put yourself out there more, I'm sure you have been working on new campaigns and projects, so what are some that are upcoming that students should look forward to? Yeah, so we're thinking of collaborating with the Wellness Center to have some kind of event or some kind of uh, campaign where we could hand out goodie bags to students. And we know that poppets are a really huge thing with teenagers right now. And we know that poppets are essential for students to de-stress. And it's something that a lot of Arcade students, I think, would use. So we're planning on distributing those for free. Uh, around like 50 of them or so. And in conjunction to that, we were thinking of having a seminar where we could be more informational about mental health and also give solutions to students and also maybe inform more people about the Wellness Center to make sure that everyone is aware that this resource exists and that everyone is free to use it. And considering we are at Arcadia High School, what do you think made you guys want to collab with the Wellness Center? So the Wellness Center is obviously a very new resource and it's a bit, a bit it's a bit, I want to say revolutionary, but it's very innovative. Like. I don't think I can name a lot of schools that have this entire infrastructure like in the administration building that's just dedicated to students to relax or like chill out when they're in a mental health crisis. So we're hoping that by collaborating with this new resource, we're helping more students become aware that this exists and maybe be, uh, informing more students on the procedure of it because we've also heard feedback that students are confused about how the wellness center works and how to use it. Okay, so what do you think will make this event special compared to the other ones that you have done? I think what would make this event special perhaps compared to other ones is that it's a lot more involved with the campus. 
Um, I mean, prior, I mean, we have had campaigns that relate to campus and we have had events on campus before, but because this is like directly promoting something with the administration, I think that'll make it more interesting and like how it would look collaborating with, a, with a, a Dr. Deja Anderson uh, as an independent student organization. Okay, so as we all know, last year it was all reaching out to students online and I know that ACYC has done some online campaign stuff as well. So how did it feel to plan this event after such a long period of time just reaching out to students through the internet? I think it feels really relieving and very refreshing to be able to, uh, you know, physically hand someone a poppet instead of like emailing, oh, here are some three tips for meditation. Like it's, it's, such, it's such a refreshing way to go about a campaign. And in a way it feels more effective because we are looking at, because we are facing students in person and we're able to see problems on campus more visibly and physically. Okay, and when do you think the Wellness Center event will be happening? Uh, it's we're planning on having it like during Dead Week, which is like the week right before finals, and it's relevant because that's the week where a lot of students it's like they're at the peak of their stress trying to scramble that semester one grade. Okay, so thank you for everything you've shared. And is there anything else you'd like to share with Arcadia students about your program? Yeah, so something that we're going to be working on in the new future, probably second semester, is a mentorship. And through this mentorship, we have underclassmen who can join this ACYC program and learn and, and then kind of gain more leadership skills, learn more about ACYC. And through that, it's kind of just a preparation for the application process because uh, we have like around five seniors leaving, so we all need to fill in those positions. So through this mentorship, students can figure out maybe what position on ACYC they would want, if ACYC is the best fit for them, and things like that. So uh, I, want, I want all students kind of look out for that program and apply to it you don't have to be in the mentorship to apply to ACYC uh, in like March or April but it will like help you a lot give you a competitive edge in the recruitment process okay thank you Becky for this interview and everything you've shared about ACYC make sure to look forward to the wellness center collaboration and all the projects that the council has planned in the future finally we have Jody Tran with a look at the PTA's art reflection program Hello there, this is DCI intern Jody Tran here today to discuss the 2021 Reflections Art Program. I'm joined today by the Arcadia High School PTSA Reflections Chairperson for this year, Ms. Bonnie Lee. So Mrs. Lee, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Bonnie Lee, my husband Lindsay, and I have been volunteering since our daughter started school at Baldwin Stalker. Currently, I am part of both the Arcadia PTSA and Arcadia Music Club Executive Boards. So is this, a, is this your first time being the chairperson for the Arcadia High School Reflections Program? Yeah, this is my first year at Arcadia High School to promote the National PTA Reflections Program. I also did this for two or three years at uh, back at Bowling Stocker Elementary School. So let's jump right into it. Can you give us a brief summary of what the Reflections Program is? Reflection is a theme interpretation contest where students express their thoughts on that year's selective theme. So they reflect on it, hence the term reflections. And you have one of the six possible artistic art categories. The students receive positive recognition for their original works of art inspired by a student pre-selected theme each year. This year, the theme is I could change the world by. However, the, it is more than just a contest. It is a program where the National PTA hopes to see the students' original work of art be celebrated by the community. 
the uh, reflection was started back in 1969 by Colorado PTA president. Mary Lou Anderson wanted to encourage students to explore their talents and express themselves creatively. Over 200,000 students participate nationwide annually in this program. The uh, National PTA is committed to arts education. The Reflections program was created to recognize the achievement in arts by pre-K to 12 grade students. It offers the students opportunities to express themselves creatively in six categories. And these are literature, photography, visual arts, dance choreography, film production, and music composition. Wow, that's so fascinating. So what do you hope that students can gain from participating in Reflections? For me, I believe that art is very important in our growth and development. It can also impact our health and mental wellness as well. It helps bring meaning to the things we learn where we can become part of it. I, I hope that students who challenge themselves each year to think creatively can come up with something based on their medium of choice, whether through photography, visual arts, music composition, dance choreography, film production, or literature and they will feel empowered after the process. So what you're doing, you know, doing the reflection allows students to think outside the box. And having the ability to think imaginatively is crucial to innovation. In addition, it also involves critical thinking. And these soft skills can include observation, analysis, interpretation, problem solving, and decision making. I'm hoping that students will understand the importance of arts and that all these soft skills that I mentioned before that are developed when creating something imaginatively. These skills come in handy when they enter the 21st century workplace. I hope that the students will see how these soft skills enhance their hard skills. And these are science, technology, engineering, and math, or commonly known as STEM. So, Innovation is important for growth in the future, but for innovation to happen, you need creativity and imagination. Our district's logo sums it up, which is inquire, I mean, imagine, inquire, inspire. So it all begins with imagination because it can't be done before it's imagined and art is at the core of that process. Thank you so much for speaking to us today, Mrs. Lee, and for those very insightful answers about not only what the Reflections program is, but how imagination and creativity spreads far and wide throughout all fields. For all of you interested in this program, it's not too late to submit entries. As Ms. Lee stated, the six categories are dance choreography, film production, literature, music composition, photography, and visual arts. The theme for this year is I Will Change the World by... And the deadline is Friday, November 5th at 11.59pm. Fun fact, the themes are usually released around February each year for anyone who wants to get an early start on their entry. More information can be found within the weekly What's Happening This Week at Arcadia High emails and can be found under the Reflections category. Additionally, the Google form for entry submission can be found here as well. For any additional questions, feel free to email reflections at ahspta.com.
Thank you so much for tuning in to our second episode of Season 5. For the full list of episodes, you can visit dciausd.weebly.com. Make sure to check out Arcadia DCI and Arcadia Unified on Instagram and the Arcadia Unified School District Facebook to find out more about DCI and to keep up with district events. This has been Invitha Marlapati with Keeping It Arcadia, and we'll see you next time. This is Keeping It Arcadia signing off.